Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning and greeting you from Upasana. So before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive. <clears throat> Wherever you are, just pull your spine straight. Open your shoulders. Lighten your mind and close your eyes. Watch all the restlessness settling down. <clears throat> Just like sand settles in a glass of water. Acquire that stillness. Connect with the breath. Breath is flowing in and flowing out. Just for a moment, pause the breath wherever it is. Connect with your heartbeat. welcoming each beat of the heart. Add a little imagination to it, like ripples of water. Each beat pulsating through your whole being. Before your body begins to stress, release the breath very slowly. Make your inhalations and exhalations smooth and long. As you breathe out, think about the calmness in your eyes. <clears throat> As you breathe in, feel the light filling your whole being and spreading all over. The radiance of each breath. Prana Shakti, life force, entering with each breath and filling your inner being with light. Breathing out, feeling of calmness. Pause the breath again. Connect with the heartbeat. 
very gentle, gentle. No stress of any kind. Whenever you are ready, release the breath again. As the breath comes in, imagine the light filling your whole being. As you breathe out, Calmness descending. Pausing the breath again. How effortlessly the heart beats and breath comes in and goes out. And release the breath again. Gently open your eyes. Thank you for taking this time. It's beautiful to see the temple in Sonoma. It's beautiful to see people in Garberville. Our old small ashram in Garberville. People gathering together there. It's nice to see you all. And you in your own temple. The Sky Temple, I call it. No matter where we are, taking this time to sit together and connect with that inner peace, our own peace, just arching over, creating this umbrella. So... This time that we take every Sunday is very precious. It's not only for ourselves. It's for the whole humanity. Please remember this little effort, little time we take to connect with our inner peace. This peace connects with the all around us. So this little time is very precious. On my way to satsang, I was greeted by Happy Father's Day, Babaji. And I had totally forgotten that today is Father's Day. So let me take this moment to greet and acknowledge all the fathers. 
And as you already know, just like Mother's Day, this is the Father's Day. And I am more about the principle, the mother principle, the father principle that resides in each one of us. And if you look at it, it's all Shakti. It's the Shakti itself that presents in our life as a mother. And it is Shakti that presents itself to us in the form of father, just the, through two different instruments. But traditionally, mother and father both have their special place in our lives. And each one stands for something. Father stands for stability, protection, guidance, Whenever you think of the father in your life, those are the words that come to mind. Father is there to provide for the family and to be a good role model for the child. Every child wants to receive the acknowledgement of his or her father wants to please the father, want to grow up to be so his or her father can be proud. So these are things we grow up with. And I have seen even grown-ups seeking acknowledgement. And you look at them and sometimes it really looks like a child looking for being acknowledged by his or her father. So being a father is a big responsibility. If you don't want to live for yourself, at least a father lives for the child's welfare. People come to me, sometimes I just say, you know, even if you don't want to, but just for the sake of your children to be a good role model, you have to look at yourself because child is always looking at the father. To be in that place requires sacrifice. Nowadays, if you look around, there are lots of absentee dead fathers who are just not there. Why? It's the mothers who are held, left with the babies and they're playing the role of the mother and the father. I'm not saying everywhere, but lots of times I see in the circle that there are plenty 
there are some very good fathers. They're really doing a wonderful job. And some are just totally absent. They're like big kids. Kids in bigger bodies. So being a good father requires sacrifice. That's what I have learned and seen growing up in India. Father is strong, symbol of strength, but the strength doesn't mean force. There is strength, but it has gentleness. Gentleness. A presence where a child can feel safe, child can feel protected, and also something to look up to. I have, in my journey here, I have seen many people who have not had good relationship with their fathers, but they have come and told me, Babaji, I was with my father when he was leaving his body, but he became so gentle and so peaceful and loving and kind. So that's what children really expect from the fathers. Not only a strong presence, not only a disciplinarian, but someone who could hold both. And it's a hard job to be the disciplinarian and also kind and gentle and sweet. Baba used to say, mother holds a great responsibility, so does the father. Father must pay attention to what kind of company The father is not behaving right with the mother. Children are exposed to that and they see that. A father has to be a good husband. So, good role model for the children. As the child grows up, grows up with seeing respect. And if you are physically stronger, bigger, if not careful, that force can be present, but there has to be gentleness. Then that strength is valuable. Strength with gentleness. Anyway, uh, what I just meant to say, I wanted to greet all the fathers and acknowledge their sacrifice. And again, going back to the father principle, each, that father principle is in each one of us. If the fathers were not present, the mother had to play the both roles, mother and the father. And some of us, like I don't have any ch children of my own, 
But I'm there in lives of many playing the role of a father, father principle. And that gives me great satisfaction. So those of us who are not fathers, physical fathers, at least can be present in someone else's life, that we could provide that. And that brings sweetness in our lives. So that's the acknowledgement to the fathers. I had another story to tell you, and I'm going to continue with that story. Greetings to all the fathers. Happy Father's Day. There was a young man who used to sell water on the trains. I'm telling you this story because I woke up with this, so I'm going to just share it with you. Um, he used to sell water in the train, and little water bottles. He was going from his compartment. In Indian trains, you know, the, there are lots of hawkers and they get in a car and try to sell whatever they have. So this young man was selling water. There was a businessman sitting there and he said, how much for a bottle? He even got the bottle in his hand and he said, how much? The young boy said, 10 rupees. So, oh, no, no. How about seven? This is warm. It's not very cold. The bottle is small. It's flimsy. Seven. The young man took the bottle from his hand and smiled and went on. A holy man was sitting next to him. And he said, why did the boy smile? So he followed the young man. And when he found him alone, he asked him, why did he smile? The young man says, oh, he wasn't thirsty. He was just playing with me and he wanted to know how much it costs and just interact. He wasn't thirsty, so he wasn't going to buy it. Because people who are thirsty, first they grab the bottle, drink it, and then they ask how much. So I wasn't going to waste my time with him. The holy man said, hmm, that's true. That's what happens. If you're really thirsty, you yourself have seen it. I see people in the stores, they go and grab something and then they bring the half empty bottles or the wrapper to the counter and pay for it. If you're thirsty, you first. The holy man said the same thing happens in spirituality. If we are not really hungry, 
then any knowledge comes in, any insight comes in, any teachings come in, first we try to look at shortcomings, faults, complain about this and that, this is not perfect, this is not politically correct, this is doesn't suit me. If that hunger is inside, we go for it. Nowadays, there is so much information, so much information, particularly with the computer and the media, the Google. We are always searching, looking for something better. And in the process, little time that we have, we do not get to practice. So please look at this, your hunger. What is, how much is that hunger present in you that you see something and you want to practice it? Or sometimes some knowledge comes and then looking around. We have so much information at our fingertips nowadays, and it can become very um, distracting. So the little practice that you have been given or you, you have accepted, spend time with it. The questions that come to you that may arise, if you keep up with your practice, you will see the answer to your question comes to you by itself. Our habit is we have a question, we want the answer for it right away. And in spiritual journey, the guru always tells you, Guru gives you a small practice and says, now go, practice it. The inquisitiveness, the curiosity of the mind, the distraction of the mind will always there. It wants more, it wants to experience more, it wants to know more, it wants to know if it's the right thing that I'm doing. There is a saying in India, Barah bars sadhu ki toli tab samjhe ek thoboli. Means what the Guru has given you, practice it for 12 years. Then you'll get to understand a little bit. That won't fly here. Twelve years? No, I want the answer to my question today. When you are working with our, your inner quest, the answer to that quest does not come through the mind.
answer to that comes from the heart. That is the reason there is so much emphasis is put on devotion, love. Love and devotion is the ground in which the seed of your practice sprouts. The environment in which that seed grows is also love and devotion. There may be question, there may be some pleasant things, unpleasant things, some things that are that my heart and mind accept, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't matter. Those things will come and go. We have to stay focused on our practice, whatever it is. Doubt, fear, better, something better, something higher, all those temptations, poor nooses of the mind will be there. Sam, dam, dandabhed, all those force. Navigating through this all, we continue with our practice in its simplest form. And something when we are not ready, when we are not looking, something dance in our heart. So that little story I shared with you, really the message of that story is that hunger has to be there. And when you are hungry, you start drinking. When you are thirsty, you start drinking the bottle first. You take it and start drinking instead of trying to look for the perfect temperature. Guru Purnima is coming. I'm not going to give a Guru Purnima satsang today, but it's also acknowledgement of that Guru in our life. Guru is not a person. Guru principle. The Guru means that which is the higher in our higher self, the best I can be. May I never lose my sight from that. No matter what's going on in my life, a part of me is always in tune with the best I can be, the highest I can be. Devotion to the Guru, that's what it really means. That no matter what, I'm not going to take my sight from that. So Guru Purnima is the celebration of that. Usually people go and pay their love and respect to the Guru in person. But the Guru in person is just an object. You are really acknowledging your own higher self, the best you can be. It's a beautiful day at Upasana today. 
we have been um, really enjoying the beautiful weather. The, everything is in bloom. We have been doing lots of trimming and clipping and opening the vistas. And this is the beautiful thing about Upasana, that we don't have to grow anything here. Things grow by themselves here. All we have to do is keep trimming and clipping and cutting. And it's a beautiful metaphor. When I come here, just see things growing. You just have to That's all that comes to my mind today. I just wanted to greet you. The internet has been very spotty, so I didn't even know that I would be able to connect with you. But here we are. Thank you all for taking this time and pay your homage, your respect to the father principle today. Whether you are a father or not, whether you are just a mother, but the father principle has been present in you. So, and if you have a father that you have not had a good relationship, everybody is a human being. That gentleness is there, just he is not able to express it. So it's a day to just be grateful for that presence in our life. And if you are a father, just see how you could bring a little more gentleness, kindness. And love. Thank you all very much. Have a wonderful day.